Alana Jalo. Rick Hammond. We just got back from the post office. It went very well. It did. It's around 1040 now. It's a Saturday. Yep. The one closest to you doesn't open until 10, so I felt we did good. Oh, we did great, and, it, and we got back just in time before it really started to rain, and it, it didn't rain, but it felt like uh, uh, it was going to, and you said it looked like it, right? Yes, yeah. and we found a couple of puddles along the way, which yeah. indicates to me that it probably rained last night, and I just wasn't paying too much attention to it. <laughs> that's okay. Yes. It's okay. It's what rubber boots are for. Oh my goodness, that's not what I wore, babes. Well, then you gotta get yourself some Wolverine Wayne boots. You gotta do, Jay Wolf. Yes, you do. But pretty soon it's gonna be summer. I can't wait. Well, it's it's we pretty much are in the swing of spring now, so I think that things are gonna start to. I, I love it because then you get to smell the flowers and there's different colors and it's blooming. Things are blooming. My birthday's coming up soon. This is about the t start of my favorite time of year. Yes. Yeah, so mine I'm, too. I'm excited, baby. Summer is summer's one of my favorite times of the year, absolutely. Plus, I did something when you were in the sour. Uh-oh. I'm not talking about with myself. Oh, my goodness. I wasn't even thinking about that. It's I so took a <laughs> artistic step forward. What did you do? I bought a mixer Ooh. because I already have some old microphones and this way I can get better sound mm -hmm. when I'm on Clubhouse. <laughs> Plus, yeah. I will be able to record from the mixer. That's awesome. Well, I'll be able to record using a different piece of advice uh, of technology that I already have that I could plug into the mixer mm. along with my iPad. So uh, that'll give me the ability to do podcasts as long as I say that I'm recording ahead of time. Yes. I went into a room. I, I'm starting to talk about Clubhouse a lot. <laughs> it's okay. But <laughs> I think it was Thursday afternoon, and they were talking about podcasting. Mm -hmm. So I raised my hand to ask a question, and I basically wondered, do you think that Clubhouse is going to start to crack down on recording? Mm-hmm. And the answer I got is as long as you say in your room title that you're recording and just check in with people once in a while and tell them, <clears throat> you know, this will be used uh, for a future podcast and it's not going to be that big of an issue. Plus, the person I was talking to said that he's heard, and he's in the tech world, mm -hmm. that uh, that uh, Clubhouse eventually is going to add a feature that will just allow you to record podcasts from them. Wow. But we don't have that yet. Okay. And the mixer will allow me to do other things, too. Very cool. So, like, if I wanted to do my next album at home. Uh-huh. It's not going to be the highest sound quality. Yeah. But it's something. Yeah. Or if we wanted to do this over the phone. Right. We could maybe <clears throat> do it, uh, you know, instead of calling into free conference call, which yeah. is great. It is great. But I noticed that their sound quality on the recordings isn't that good. Interesting. What do you think when you listen back to ours? Um, I mean, to me, when I've heard it uh, through my dot, right? Yeah. Um, it actually surprisingly sounded clear, but I think it could sound a lot clearer. I do too. Um, it sounded clear, but it wasn't clear like how we're talking right now, mm -hmm. right? When we're when you're actually hearing our our voices, and you there's no static in the background. But I'm wondering if we record a phone call. Yeah. Without them, if right. it'll just sound better. Plus, I'll have the mic, too, so I can do some adjusting on my sound. Yeah. That won't help you too much, but as long as I'm heard good, it'll yeah, allow me to yeah. say some cool stuff. I'll be able to drown you out. Oh, thanks. Yes. 
So maybe next week we'll do a test with that. You mean just like a regular phone call? Yeah, and test me recording it and see if it comes out good. And if okay. it does, then uh, in a week or two there'll be five episodes from a week. So that'll be something. People will get an extra dose of us. I don't know. I don't know if they want to hear our private conversations. Well, I don't care what they want to hear. But the, no, it is our fun. I, I would rather that you re, you know, if you're going to record our, if you're going to record a, a phone call between just the two of us, I'd rather that you record one or two, and then you kind of listen back and and see if it actually works. And well, I am going to make sure that the audio is good, babe. Yes, it. I mean. I'll post it unless you say something I don't deflammatory. Want you to post it. Oh my god! Well, maybe people won't get that then. No, it's a private conversation. If it's really good, just delete it and forget it ever happened. Oh. Well, I'm gonna let you know that we're doing a test, babe. I'm not just gonna record you without your knowledge. No, I know that you're not gonna do that. I'm just saying, you know. We'll talk about some really interesting stuff, okay? Okay, uh, we always talk about interesting stuff, though. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But usually, when we're not recording, we say a lot more names and <laughs> get specific on who we're actually talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I thought this morning went well. I woke up around 4.30. Wow. I should probably say first that I went to bed around 12, because after... We decided to go to sleep. I went back on Clubhouse and I listened to the scientist talking about how, you know, there's different dimensions out there. And at least it's a speculated in string theory. Yeah. So normal in the normal scientific <clears throat> world, and don't ask me to explain this because I, right. my knowledge only goes so deep. That's okay. There's maybe four dimensions if we count four, time. Four dimensions in space? In all of existence. In, in all of the... I don't know the specifics, babes. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have heard the, um, the, um, the phrase, the four corners of the earth. So That's different. That's different, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't explain it all. I don't know either. But what I'm trying to tell you is some lady was trying to tell him, oh, they say that there could be up to 14 different dimensions. And he was trying to explain, you know, that comes from string theory and it's really complicated and we don't know the ins and outs of it yet. It's super interesting. And then I listen to this nail artist talk about her work. So I go to bed, mm -hmm. wake up at 4.30, and I start to panic because I realized that we had to go to the post office to mail something for you today. Mm -hmm. And I did not think that I brought a pen. I And I and I was thinking that too. I will, I, I was thinking as I was kind of waking up and I'm like, oh no, I forgot to ask him about the I forgot to remind you about a pen, um, and I thought, oh, I I thought I was forgetting something. So it was almost like we were reading each other's minds in some way. And I'm like, I was going to ask you to to check if you had a pen, but then I thought, well, I wonder if somebody, I wonder if the post office would let you borrow a pen, but then that would be kind of strange. They do, but then it's like I have to write it down. That takes time, and the, since I'm lying, that's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. So. I laid there for a while, listened to some music, finished the book I was reading, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, by Jeff Chang. It was really interesting this morning. They were talking about the, the founding of the Source magazine. Mm -hmm. Super fascinating stuff. A lot of it I didn't know. Huh. Yeah. But in any event, finally around six, I get out of bed, 
check through my backpack, and it's the first place that I look. <laughs> One pen. That is funny. So I got lucky, babes. You might you might want to keep that in there for a while in case you really do need it. Yes, babes. Again. Yes, babes. Yeah. You got up or woke up. We talked for a while. I woke up like after well six thirty. Six thirty ish. I I I kind of was a little bit tired, but I didn't really go back to sleep. But yeah. we 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 must have been talking for a while because I thought it was close to. I thought it was close to. Um, it was close to eight, I think. At one point, I look at my phone and it says seven fifty-seven. Yeah. It felt like we were only talking a couple more minutes. Go to the living room, and then I check, and it says eight twenty-three. <laughs> so I don't know what happened in that twenty-six minutes, but <laughs> it must have been very cool, provocative stuff. That was very weird. We must have been talking in twenty for twenty-six minutes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I got us some breakfast. Um. We should also say, yeah. nothing happened last night because there's some cramp issues going on that um, might be leaving. I really don't want to talk about this. This is really personal. Okay. This is do, girl stuff. Do you want me? To, do you want you to cover your ears and I talk about it? No. Oh. No, you don't have my permission. Okay. This is this is this is girl stuff. Okay. I don't think anybody needs to hear that, especially the guys who listen to this thing. I usually won't do anything more than kissing if I know that a woman is about to start. Uh, but I, I could have sworn that happened two weeks ago. But no, it didn't. You, no, we already talked about it. No, it didn't. Okay. <laughs> I could have sworn it. Bubs, Bubs, I know these things. I'm a woman. I wonder if there's like some weird thing going on with me with time because there's a thing this morning and then there's that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe these things are starting to <laughs> go into each other more because the pandemic's been going on for so long. Things are overlapping, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, you know, sometimes your sleep might be affected because of the, um, because we just went through daylight savings time last, last weekend, actually. I know that, but I could have sworn you had your period. Like no, uh, enough. Okay. No, that wasn't two weeks ago. Can we please drop the subject? Yes. So we didn't. We're not getting frisky this weekend, but next weekend. Oh my week. goodness! Anyways, you stop it. Got out of bed. You got. A, you prepared some muffins for us. I did. Uh, well, they were store bought, but they were really good. Oh. I wish they were the big kinds from Costco because I love their chocolate muffins. They're huge. <laughs> They're very good. But I don't eat chocolate muffins very often, and I just, I just thought it would be yummy. So. <clears throat> that's what we had. I'm happy, babes. <coughs> yeah, as I am too. Oh, good. Yes. I'm not going to make the joke that this came into my mind. Please do not. I would never do that, babes. For fear that you may put your foot in your mouth again. Oh, I don't mind. It shows that I'm good at yoga. Uh. We took showers separately <laughs> and did our thing. Alana, mm -hmm. last night we had taco salad. How was that experience for you? That was really, really um, easy. I really, I really, I was surprised how easy it was because I am, um, I didn't, I, I, I didn't have a lot of experience working with cilantro and I thought we were going to use lettuce, which I'm glad we didn't because I've had a lot of salads with lettuce in it and I, um, 
lettuce is okay, but I thought the cilantro was a really good touch. Let's back off. Yes. Back up a second. Yes. It's a mix. Some people put uh, lettuce in their taco salad. Others don't. I typically lean on the side of not doing it. I, I, I like and it. I, I don't mind with or without it, but I would. I like the cilantro with it instead. Hold on. While I usually replace kale with lettuce, mm-hmm. it doesn't really go that well in Mexican food. Are you talking about with lettuce? You've replaced lettuce with kale? No, I replace... Yes, you know what I mean. Babes. Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I'm trying to throw me off the beebs. Oh, I don't. Uh, cilantro isn't replacing lettuce, though. It's just a spice no. that you add on it. No, but I, I, I uh-huh. like. I would rather have the cilantro um, in the salad just because it's so different. Um, but anyway, it was really easy to do. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, the 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 salsa. That I put that we put on there, uh, mixed with the sour cream, the cheese, avocado, and uh, and um, a tomato oh, it was really good. It was a really really good dinner last night. Yes, yes. And we had, I had some leftover uh, tostada shells, which I will be using this week, and um, we use about uh, at least three of them, and it just it just made it so so yummy. Really good stuff, babes. You know the next time we make taco salad, here's an idea. Tell me. We should put some Doritos in there. Yeah, it's not really a salad at that point. It would really? taste good, though. Well, well, I don't understand why it wouldn't taste good if we, because um, we, we, we... Um, oh, I'm not saying it wouldn't taste good. So I'm trying good. to be a little bit more mindful about what I eat. I know. Just so I, I lose some weight. I understand. Yes. Why do you mean you're mindful here, okay? Mindfulness, mindfulness. Oh, we talked about the Ramdas and Timothy Leary relationship this morning. Their friendship. Oh yeah, that's that was a. It sounds that sounds pretty bad. I mean, very dysfunctional. I recommended that you read Acid Dreams and the Harford Psychedelic Club, which I did pretty much back to back in early 2017. Okay. You did not seem interested. Not really. Why not? Did you say the Harvard? The Harvard Psychedelic Club. Um, well, I have very um, strong opinions on psychedelics and drugs in general, and I really don't, I, I really don't think I want to read about somebody's power trip or, or uh, psychedelic trips. But J-Lo, mm-hmm. don't you believe that it's a good idea to question your own theories on life once in a while? Well, if I feel the need to, but I really, I don't think I need to read something that I, I just don't, I just don't, I'm just not interested in it. Oh. It's just not my thing. All right. Would you at least respect that? I respect that, but I do think that it's a good idea once in a while to expand your worldview. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. But we feel different. We okay. Yes, we do. Yes, people. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Oh my goodness. Last night, mm-hmm. you wanted to watch some Studio Ghibli films. Yeah. And we started with Spirited Away. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I am wondering. Yes. I believe you should give the overview of this film. I will try. Because you enjoyed it a lot. I did enjoy it a lot. There were some funny things, but there was... The, the plot... 
the the plot was very confusing though. So I'm I'm going to be jumping around and I I yeah. don't think I'm going to get everything right. We should say that I heard that this movie received an Oscar nomination, I believe for best foreign language film. I may have that mm-hmm. wrong, but that's what I heard. Okay. And after seeing this film, I question why that is. Yeah, I think you have to understand it before it's <laughs> nominated. Okay. So I will try to um I'm not going to give like the entire thing because there's so much in it. Do but it. It starts off with this family. Uh, this little girl named Jahiro is with her mother and father, and they're driving to a new place. Um, and she's upset because she's late. She's leaving all of her friends. Um, her father gave her this rose, and it keeps on blowing away. And they're driving, and they see these stones. And I guess supposedly these stones. It's a legend that these these little stones on the ground are like um, they're supposed to be like uh, spirits in the stones. Am I right? I think that's possible. So anyway, it's a they're driving. It's very very bumpy, and somehow the car almost crashes, and they um, they park right in front of this building that looks like it's an amusement park. And Jahiro's freaking out, and she's like, "No, no, we have to go back because they have to go back to get the um, to get their um, their stuff moved into their new house." <clears throat> the parents like, "Oh, come on, let's just let's just check and see, and then we'll we'll go back." So they go into the building, and they smell this food, and the parents are like, "Oh, this is delicious. Maybe we should stop and eat." And she's like, I'm not going. This is really freaking me out. I'm not going. <laughs> what are the parents? Uh, oh, the, the parents are like, oh, no, I think you should come. We should go. We should, we're going to have fun. She's like, I'm not going. And so she ends up going there because she doesn't know where her parents are going to go. And they're like, oh, wow, uh, there's all this food. And they can't find the people who are cooking the food. So they start eating all the food. And she's like, no, mom, dad, don't eat it. Don't eat it. And he's like, she's like, um, the, the parents are kind of like, oh, come on. Let's, you know, what's it going to hurt? We should just eat the food. And she's like, we're going to get in trouble, which is kind of funny, actually. Mm-hmm. The, the kid was telling the parents not to eat the food. And the parents were telling the kid to eat the food. Oh, my well, goodness. Well, they ate the food. Uh, and, uh. She doesn't know what's going on. She leaves them she for a second. She leaves them for a second. She meets up with um, Haku. Haku is this <clears throat> this uh, I, when you when we see him is he is he um, a spirit or is he a, a, a creature? He has human form. He has human form. Okay, so he is he is a human uh, when you see him. Yes. And he says, "Okay, look, you gotta get out of here now." And you and you have to make sure, if, if, or if you're not going to get out of here, you have to do something because um, because uh, you got to save yourself and your parents. And by this time, she doesn't know what's going on. She goes back to see her parents, and because of the food they ate, they turned them they turned into pigs. Um, and Haku says, "Look, if you're going to stay here to save you and your parents, you have to go." see Kamaji, the boiler room man. You have to ask him for a job. He's he's going to trick you and try to get you to leave, but you have to ask him for a job 
so that you you can work um, to save you and your parents. Would you uh, would you add, like to add anything? Hamaji is a very old man, and she goes down to see him. Do you want me to continue, or do you want to? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'll give a little bit more of the uh, yes. backstory, and then we'll, yes. we'll let you pick it up. Yes. She's like, bro, I need a job. He basically says, no, you can't have one. There are these, like, little creatures coming out of the wall that throw, I think, these black rocks into something that powers the building. Yep. One of the creatures is almost killed because of the weight of it. The little girl, what's your girl's name? Jihiro. Jihiro picks up the rock, throws it in, and this other lady, Lynn, yep. comes into the room. I know, very Japanese name. I know. It didn't sound Japanese either. No. Well, you know, it's an Americanized. Yeah, it's an Americanized. <laughs> Jahagi says, Jahiro is my granddaughter. I want you to hook her up with the witch and make sure that she gets a job. They leave. JLo, continue. Okay, so uh, they leave, um, and uh, the, uh, Lynn takes, I think Lynn then takes her down to see um, Yababa. Yababa is the head honcho of that world that they're living in. She's this um, very evil witch. With like hair that kind of looks like garlic. <laughs> but before they can make it there, Lynn and... Jihiro. Make a delivery, and Lynn sends her on her way. She gets back on the elevator with this thing called the Radish Monster. The Radish uh, Spirit, yes. Then she goes to see Yababa. Right. Who makes Jihiro sign a contract and change her name to Sin? Sen. Sen. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Comes to get her. Haku. Haku. There... I have something in my nose. I feel like I'm digging for gold. <laughs> Do you, a... you keep telling the story. So Haku says, look, you you are going to have to work here, um, and, uh, hey! What? Don't try to put my toe in there. I don't want to pick my nose, it's dirty in there, but I have something in there. Ew! No! Leave my feet alone. Anyway, so Haku, Haku is, um, pretending to work for, uh, uh or is, is acting, um... Mean. Mean. Or distant. Mean to Sen, but the reason why he's doing it is to protect her, and he says, look... From now on, when you're since you're living here, you have to be known as Sen. You can't use your real name. You you have to you have to do that for um so that you survive here. So Yababa gets her to sign a contract. She is in charge. Her and Lynn are in charge of this um, bathhouse for spirits. So they have to uh, get the baths ready, and um, whatever spirits come in, they have to um, administer. Uh, the bubbles and the water because they go in there to uh, replenish themselves. Uh, Do you want me to? Yes, 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 yes. A lot of stuff happens. We're going to uh, skip over a few scenes because this is when it gets very like abstract. It's and very strange, yeah. So let's just say a few talking points. Uh, the girl Haju? Uh, Jihiro. Jihiro. Or Sen. Yeah, Sin or Jihiro makes a lot of money because of one customer. Everybody's thrilled. Uh, there's a few other people who come in. At one point, there is a what's called, I think, a gold monster who keeps giving people gold. But yeah, then it turns. They think he's a they think he's a stink spirit at first. No, that's oh, another. One. Oh, a different one. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. This is where this movie goes off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that when we get there. Yeah. 
No Face, I think, is a gold uh, creature. Yeah. Eventually, No Face starts eating people. <laughs> uh, Sin goes away to try to meet with uh, Homegirl's sister. The other uh, one. Zaniba is uh, Yababa's twin sister who uh, doesn't like Yababa much. Correct. No funny. Face goes there with Sin and a baby who is now a rat. They get some info, return. Baby gets turned back into like a live creature. Let, let me and, let me let me explain why they go there just just to um give you a uh, give some context here. Uh, the reason why they go there is because she had to return the magic seal that Haku stole from Zaniba. And um, when you first see Zaniba, she's very very mean. Um, and I think it's because uh the spell on the seal wasn't broken yet. So, she gets the seal, she and uh, No-Face, the gold monster, go uh, and the rat go to uh, Zaniba's place, gives her the seal. Um, the spell has now been broken. Uh, Zaniba uh, takes Sen under her wing, wing and says, call me Granny. Which is kind of weird. Which is kind of strange, okay. Um, and it, so it, it turns out that Zaniba's a good witch and Yababa is not so good. Um, and so, um, they, and, and they're doing this because she's doing this because she, uh, wanted to save her friend Haku because something, something happens to Haku. I don't really want to give that away. That's fair. Because that's a big part of the movie. Yeah. Um, but, uh, fast forward, they go back, um, Haku is better, uh, Haku, she also finds out who Haku really is, what his real name was, and she eventually reunites with her parents, and they go back home, and the parents act as if no time has passed. Even though all this grass has grown around their car. Right. Yeah. It's like, wow, I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, I like this movie, but there's so much confusing stuff in it. Yeah. It kind of pulls my rating down. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I gave it a 7 because even though it was weird and the plot was confusing, I thought there were some funny things in it. Yeah. Like, I love weird. You know me. You've seen yes. a lot of the stuff I watch. Yes, you do love But weird. one thing I can't tolerate is when I can't put together the plot. Yeah, it's hard. It was really hard. It was going all over the place. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What is this thing with the bath and the... Yeah. It was very weird. But, um... Yeah, but I would give it a seven just because I did like the creatures, I did like the characters, I liked how they uh, they kind of worked together. The gold monster was kind of funny but weird at the same time. Let's get let's get into the character analysis then because that could kind of lead us there. Yes, yes. What do the gold monster and the parents teach us about the evils of capitalism? Okay, first off. Capitalism, I think, is different than greed. Greed, I could tell you what I think about what they're saying about greed. Because it's like, give me more, give me more, I want more, I want more, I want more. And they're taking, 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 but not giving, giving. Um, and it's like, it's like it's at their disposal. It's, it's at their disposal. And they think that, okay, this, this, this monster is spouting out um, money, 
And what can we do with this money? And the parents is like, ooh, there's so much food. I could eat everything and not share. Uh, I think it says a lot about greed, to be honest. Aren't capitalism and greed, if they're not, if they're not uh, married, they're, they are definitely kissing cousins. No, I think socialism and greed are more kissing cousins than capitalism. I think capitalism creates um, a lot of jobs. If you uh, do any research on uh, free markets, how um, I would recommend that um, to look up some interviews with uh, Milton Friedman. Because he was a, um, he was very good at explaining what real capitalism was. I think that socialism and greed uh, do go hand in hand. No, I do. I really do think so. If you really want to know what that is, I really think that you should, um, you should look up what uh, what Milton Friedman had to say about it. Because from what I understand, he really knew how to explain what the free market was. But he was also. A talking uh-huh. piece for the establishment, though, too, in a certain way. I still think you should look him up. Oh, they're coming to get Milton Friedman. They're coming away. to get Rick. But I think unchecked but, capitalism but, it is definitely at but, least but, kissing but, cousins with greed. No, it, it isn't. It may be incestual. Even no, it that. isn't. You th- you th- you're no, I, I completely disagree. Really? Yes, I think I think that there is a uh, misconception on the far left uh, about what role capitalism plays in um, how we buy and sell things, um, why there are so many different uh, different types of product, um, why uh, why there are so many choices. I think I think that that's such a misconception of what capitalism is. Well, a question I could ask, and we're getting away from the movie, so I don't want to do too. I, much. I really don't want to get back, get into this. I but, really want to go back to the movie. Don't doesn't it bother you crazy? Bother you crazy? <laughs> what am I today? Twelve. You got me watching these uh, kids' movies. You babe. bother me crazy. Yes. <laughs> Let me try to rephrase that. Doesn't it upset you that the Republican Party is so in favor of socialism when it comes to programs to help the rich? No, I don't. I don't think that's what. No, that I have never. Um, no, I don't think so. I'm. Maybe the establishment pro, uh, maybe the establishment, because there's a, there's a totally different, there's a total difference. You've got, uh, people and the, uh, the Republicans that are established people and the Democrats out there are the established people. And in some cases, both of them agree with each other. Um, but if you're talking about the ones that are thinking outside of the establishment that have uh, been noticing that the establishment isn't working, um, then there's a totally different story, but um, I I think we should go back to the movie. Yeah, I, I mean, we I don't re- have I to really talk about. I really don't want to talk about this. We don't have to talk about all the welfare that Donald Trump helped give to the rich <laughs> with his two trillion dollar gift tax cuts hey, 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 in hey, 2017. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh, oh. All right, let's all, let's all we're not going to out tickle each other. <laughs> oh, I will, and I'll win. <laughs> oh my goodness! You get out tickle me because you can't out argue me. So I understand why it's a good defense no, because I, I know more no, than you do. No, 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 no. And this is no, the only way you can win the no, argument. No, no, it's not the only way I can win the argument. You're just not paying attention to what I'm saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. We don't have to talk about 
welfare queens like. Oh, ow, 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 you're right. Ow. You're right. Bubs. What happened? She scratched my face. Oh, I'm sorry, babes. Ugh. I'm sorry, babes. You all right? Yes. I, I was just gonna say, babes. We don't have to but, talk. But okay, enough hot right. shots. We won't talk about welfare queens like. Hey, 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 like Bob, Donald Trump. I wasn't going to tickle okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. Right, no, no, no. You can't touch this. But I was gonna do that. No, no, because you don't want to stop this. Ow. Sorry, babes. You all right? Yes, I'm fine. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> Moving on from... from please, the, please. Um, yes. What do the parents in this movie tell us about uh, neglecting their kids? Um, I really don't think that they... Um, I don't think they know what's going on. It's kind of like they're... a. They were oblivious at that park, right? Because Jihiro, I mean, here they are. They, they stop at this park. They're supposed to do something important, like uh, move into their new house. The dad does not know, uh, isn't, isn't good with directions, apparently. Um, the mom's trying to keep him from crashing into stuff. And, and, and the fact that the parents are neglecting what Jihiro is saying. Like, come on, we have to go back. This is freaking me out. We have to go back. And they're like, oh, come on. This food is delicious. It's just here, you know? And then I'm like, uh, isn't it the parents? Aren't the parents supposed to tell her, no, don't eat this? Oh, my goodness. They're supposed to be. It's almost like they kind of given up the responsibility. Yeah. Of taking care of their daughter for just a few minutes. Yeah. Just just for um minute, uh, a few minutes of tasty food i i just think i just did did i scratch your face that hard well i did feel it oh. i mean it wasn't i'm not bleeding i mean it was an accident right i i'm not bleeding because you were like trying to tickle me and i, was, I like, wasn't trying to, trying to tickle you i was reaching for your ipad okay and i wasn't gonna completely grab it away but i was gonna um stop you from going on i thought you were trying to tickle me no, I was not. Oh, so I was if trying... I was going to tickle you, I was going to go somewhere else. Oh. No, no, no. Ooh. No, right, I was going to go here go. or I was going to go over here. You see? Uh oh. This is the funness of being in a blind relationship is <laughs> you never really know what's going on. <laughs> At the top of the time being, you don't know where the person's hands are going. Yeah. That's not fun to me. It's exciting in the dark, I think. Oh, I suppose. I don't know where your mind's going. I think we should get out of there. Go on. Yeah, get your mind out of the gutter, babe. Come on. Get your mind out of the gutter. Also, the witch with the weird name. Yababa. Yababa had a baby that she was kind of neglectful of, too. Yes, she was. She was. And the baby was huge. Huge. Yes. That was weird. That was a very, very weird plot line. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know... Yeah, he, he, she, she just wasn't, and and the, and remember, and there was a part where the baby came to life and started talking. That was strange. That was very weird. I don't think the baby should have done that, but it was odd. It's very odd, and the baby was, um, the baby was was able to um, to grab a hold of Jihiro. Yes. Yeah. What's the old guy's name in this film? Kamaji. What does Kamaji tell us about being kind to strangers? Well, I, so I was under the impression because Haku said, look, Kamaji is going to trick you and he's going to be this way to get you to leave. But I think he had, it sounded like she, he had compassion, uh, for Jihiro and 
he knew things that were going on with Yababa and how she was controlling um, Haku and how he forgot his name. So I think he had compassion for her because she was just a human and, you know, the spirit, the spirit, uh, the, 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 the creatures rather, uh, didn't take to humans very well. Hmm. Was Kamaji a human? I believe so. Okay. Maybe that's why he had compassion for her and for, for Haku. And you kind of see that he is, has definitely warmed up to her. Hmm. And really feels bad that Haku is, uh, whatever, what happened to Haku. Do you think that the parents in this movie are good or should they have their daughter taken away by child services? I think they're okay, but they could be better. I don't think that they mean to neglect her. I think that they just don't listen. They just aren't paying attention. Yeah. They're, they're oblivious. I don't think that they're bad parents, but I do think that they don't have a clue. Wait, is that safe to say? Yeah, that could work for me. What do you think happens to them after they leave this experience? Like, how long have they been in this world? Uh, I would imagine maybe for a few weeks. Has the dad lost his job? Do they no longer have the house that they were going to? Bubs. What? Bubs. What? They do move into the house. Do they? I think so because remember they're like, oh, we have to go back to the to get to find the movers. Yes, but they are still under the assumption that they were only there for like a couple minutes. Yeah, but they they you realize that they they weren't aware that they were pigs. Right, but they also weren't aware of the passage of time, and presumably the movers would have come and left mm. in the the weeks that they were in there. I well, I think here's how I see it. I think in that world, their time was very different. So in the human world, time is different than in that magical world. I understand you, but they're now back in the human world, and we know that time has passed because of the vegetation that's grown around the car. Yeah, I don't. I I can't answer that. I mean, we don't know. They're just cartoons. They're just animated creatures. White babes, but it's a little bit inconsistent. Bubs, I don't care. Okay, okay. <laughs> you read into this way too much. Oh my goodness, I'm with feisty Way too much. Can I have a kiss? Mm-mm. Why not? Why well, are you going to be good? I'm always good. Okay. Come on, give me a kiss. Come over here, j Okay. I need a kiss. Mm. Mm. Okay, boy. Okay, baby boys. Whew. Yeah, oh. you like this film more than I did. It's It's okay. It would have been better if there was. It's it's just all over the place. But the, but but you are right though. If it were not for, um, the confusing plot, I would have given it. I would have given it um a, a seven and a half at least, uh, like a yeah. like a stronger seven. Yeah. But I would say it's a weak seven. I would say it's like a six, maybe six and a half. I I don't even want. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it deserves to be that low. Oh. But. You know, it's okay. Do you think that who, which movie do you think is better? My neighbors, my neighbor, uh, what is it called? My, our neighbors, our neighbors the Yamadas, Yama, the, our neighbors, the Yamadas, or this one? Because that one was hard to understand. Since too. I've had more time to think about it, I would say this film is slightly better than that one. So this movie is probably a six and a half. That movie was a six. 
there was a lot of good things in that movie, but there was no plot line that ran through it other than there, you're watching these people do dumb stuff. Yeah, that was, yeah, there was no plot line. Like that, I, and I've said that then, that's a YouTube movie. It's not a sit down and watch it from beginning to end. This, at least, you sit down and watch it from start to finish. Right. You know. Right. It, it just seemed like a sitcom. Yes. After this movie, is there anything else you want to say about it? Um, I would do some research before you watch it. <laughs> Just because, you know, like maybe, uh, maybe a re- maybe watch it and then watch like a review of it. I don't know. It, it was, the plot was very hard to understand. It really was. And I don't know why they had that extra spirit in there. No. It just didn't make any sense. That's right, you will. Yes. The stink monster. The stink And when I watch that, I'm like, I'm, I'm already sweeping next to a stink Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Hey. Okay. I'm not a stink I'm just having fun, babes. Okay. Let me change my position because we're going to talk about another film. I'm going to move this here, Jewel. Oh, here, you put it, put it next to me then. Oh, it was next to you, but it was like, I put it on you there. Jewel. Yes, there, Jewel. All right, let me move. Okay. Ah. Oh, gee, it was... Ah, so we watched this movie, mm-hmm. it ends, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, what are we going to watch next? But you still wanted to stick with the Studio Ghibli theme. theme. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, there's so many things that we've never seen, and I thought, maybe we, maybe we might find a good one uh, after this. And we watched, what was it, When Marnie Was There? When Marnie Was There. So I was hesitant to even to press the play button after that last movie, but I did. And I gotta say, this movie was so good. So good. Like, it's not a 10 because there are a few little things like the main character is named Anna. And Marnie was and Marnie blonde. Was blonde. But if you can get past that, yeah. I'd say this movie is a nine right off the bat without even. Um, I would give it a strong eight. Okay. Between an eight and a nine, yes. So it starts off, there are these kids playing. And we see a girl named Anna who's maybe around... 12-ish. 12-ish? I would say 14. Would um, say 12? I think I think between 12 and 14, yeah. Between 12 and 14, somewhere in there. She is doing some drawing, has a weird, we think, asthmatic attack. And... And she's not a part of any, you know, she doesn't really have, like, any best friends. Correct. Next we see her, a doctor is examining her at Gina Davis's apartment. Gina Davis plays her um, guardian, her um, her auntie. At least of the dubbed version. Yeah, the dubbed version. She, she calls plays. her auntie. Yeah. Uh, Gina Davis decides to send Anna off to stay with family. The Oiwas who the the Oiwas who are um, relatives of hers. Right, living in. Like the farm area, small city, Japan, right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it was. Okay. The village. So she goes there. The Awiyas are really, really nice people. Uh, I, I like this family a lot. I, I should say that the, the, I forgot what their names were, their first names. I, I don't remember what their names are. But they are super cool in this movie. Like there's one point I thought that they were going to like flip out on her mm-hmm. and they just kind of like laugh it off. They, they they seem like generally nice people, but it doesn't seem like they know what, what's going on with her, though. I disagree. You know, I think so? that they're just letting her be her and get whatever she needs to get outside of her system. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
So you don't think that they're neglectful? No, not at all. Okay. So she goes to their place. Everything is cool. She likes the room because she has like an, a view of the ocean. Yep. Spending time, doing different things. At one point, they go and meet a lady who has a daughter. A heavy set girl. Um, yeah, and uh, Novico is a daughter, I think. Novico. Yeah. Novico and Anna are with some of Novico's friends for the celebration. And you're supposed to write down something he wants. Yeah. I forgot a what... A wish. Yeah, I forgot what Anna wrote down. I wish that I... I was normal. I was no. I had a normal life every day. Novico reads this. Anna freaks out and calls her like a fat pig. Yes. And then... <laughs> And then she's like, yeah, well, you know, you look just like the, just like what you are, right? And uh, so she's trying to insult her. And then she goes, you know what? Why don't we just drop it? And so she takes her uh, card, right? Was mm -hmm. it a card? It was a, a thing that, yeah, it's, uh, she takes something. She takes something and she goes, Anna, Anna, come back. And, 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 you know, she was very, she was devastated. Okay. We should say that earlier in the movie, Anna was at the ocean looking at this big mansion and eventually really nice mansion, took a yes. boat over there and needed somebody's help to get back it was it was uh, they uh she thought that it was this guy's boat boat whose name was mr toichi and he's he doesn't talk very much no he's a man of few words so that happens after the yelling anna goes she takes the boat and sees a girl named Marnie. They have this discussion. It's really cool. Anna ends up going home. Now, this is a scene where I thought that they were going to unload on Anna. They come back, and the mom of the heavyset girl is saying, she called my daughter a fat, fat pig. pig. Yeah. And Anna's kind of hiding. She, the mom leaves. And she's like, how dare you? Like, I, I, she did no such thing. And, and, and it's like, well, is she here? And um, Mr. Owe was like, uh, I don't think she's here right now. So the lady leaves. Anna comes in. And Mr. Owe's kind of joking. He's like, did you have to call her? Or a fat pig. Did you have to call her a fat pig? And then the ladies, and then the auntie's like, um, that's a little bit harsh, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, made me but that was kind of funny. Yeah. So our girl Anna begins spending more time with Marnie. They get closer. They're rowing their boats. Anna eventually sits in a Marnie's lap as we hear how many licks will take. Okay, okay. Go on. That did not happen. No, this is not a little Kim discussion or song. Oh, uh, you like that song though, right? It's all right. It's a pretty good song. Come on. That's okay. Yeah, I, I do remember it. Go, do you like that uh, okay, song? Okay, okay. Can we go finish the story? All right, but we are getting back to little Kim. Not right now, but. Yeah, I, I kind of liked it. It was okay. But you know what other song I like from that period? It's that song. No matter what people say. We gotta go. Except when she like does a uh, bridge part. I, I don't like oh. the breakdown. But uh, anyways. I, like, I do like that one. We gotta go and on. Uh, no matter what they say. say. That's a really good song. Anyways. Anyway, she got in trouble. Uh, go on. They dance. So I'm telling J-Lo, oh, this is cool. This is a nice film about... Uh, this girl who discovers that she's gay and it's going to be a nice love story. And that, that's cool that they would do that oh, in and, and cinema. Hold on. Let me say this. The reason why they end up dancing is because, um, Marnie invites her to the mansion where her, um, her mother and father are back from one of their trips and they're giving this huge party. 
and um, Anna is uh, Anna has all these flowers. Am I right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. and they and so Anna doesn't know how to dance, and Marnie comes and says, "Can can we dance? Uh, they're can Anna dance? And they're, they're dancing." Yes. Yeah. Uh, it turns out Alana was right. They were not gay. And this is a this is a kids movie. I don't I don't you have gay characters in a kids movie. What's wrong with that? Ugh, can we? Can you just? Can I ask you a quick question? No. Okay. You can ask me in private. Can I ask you at the end of this? No. Well, let me ask you now. Then. You can ask me in private. Have there ever... In private. <laughs> okay, we're in private now. In private. Babes, I'm just curious about something. No. No. Has a Disney movie ever had a gay character? No. Really? Not the, not in an animated movie, no. They never have had a gay character in an animated movie. No. I've always... at, at least At least not that I know of. As far... I, I don't know about... How I know that they're trying to implement something like that, but um, as far as I know, I haven't seen one huh, in an animated movie. Um, I've always heard that Disney has always been progressive as far as uh, if you work there and you're gay, they were one of the first companies to extend health benefits to gay employees, partner to the partners of gay employees, um, which I thought was really cool. I'm surprised they haven't done that, but hopefully that'll change in any uh, event. Babes? Yes, and all society will change too. No, listen, I'm not saying that every character has to be gay, but it would be cool to have like a badass. All I have to say is that character. just because things are accepted in our society, it doesn't make it right. Go on. Doesn't make it wrong. Go, right. go, go on, go on, go on with the story, please. Doesn't make it wrong. Go it on right, with right, the story. Right. <laughs> You're feisty today, babe. Yes, I am. Ooh, feisty J Lo. Uh, I, I would, I would say spunky. After the party, Anna doesn't really see much of Marnie. No, no. She and, hears no. that they are doing renovations on the house. And, and by this time, it's been like a couple of weeks. Okay. She goes there and finds this little girl who says, hey, you're Marnie. I found your diary. Anna reads it. And now she's like, I mean, what's up? I thought Marnie was real. I, I don't remember writing this diary. Eventually, she goes, she sees uh, Marnie again. They start talking and exchanging stories about their lives. Yeah. We know that Anna was adopted, but we don't really understand the full extent of it until now. Yeah. When we learned that the parents died when she was very young, she was adopted by her grandmother who also passed away like a year later. And at age five, Gina Davis took her into her home. But we don't know the extent of the connection. And because of this, she's always called Gina Davis auntie. Right. Well, well, then that's not even her name. But I thought Gina Davis was her name. Gina Davis was the voice of the character, and I can't remember what her. Uh, your her name was like Yuriko, I think. Yes. Uh, may I chime in? You can, but we're just going to call her Gina for short. <sighs> no, no, go ahead. So, um, so they're talking, and Anna tells Marnie her story about what really happened with her. She's a foster child. All this other stuff. Marnie tells her the story that um, she barely sees her father and mother. She only lives with Nan, which we think is her grandma, Nan and the two maids. But the maids frighten her and they uh, and, and the grandma wasn't very nice to her either. And the maids have frightened her and she told a story about the silo. What is a silo actually? Can you explain what that is? I think we should leave that up for people to discover by themselves. What a silo is? Yeah. Do you know what it is? Well, I want people to discover this. It's like an old building. 
Okay, I okay. Don't. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't even know what that is. I've never been in one. I've never been in one. But, but what, what she was saying is they would frighten her and say, hey, we're going to put you in the silo, and it, and it hasn't been used in a long time. And they were going to go up there to put her into the silo, and she was crying, crying, crying. But I think it started to rain, so they decided not to do it. And Anna said, hey, I know what. I'll go to the silo with you together and so we can um, so we can um, face our fears together. I'll go there with you and then we will we will go back home. They go to the silo. There's all this stuff in there, including rats. Anna's freaking out. Um, they are so she meets she meets her there. Um, I think this is when, when, um, Marnie starts having these flashbacks and she's like, no, 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 like, stay with me there. I'm really, really scared. And in the midst of her crying and Anna is, is still with her. She calls for, um, Kazuhiko and we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to explain who Kazuhiko, uh, uh, was. And so... She's crying and she says, she sees Kazuhiko and she says, Kazuhiko, I'm so glad you're back. I'm so glad you're, you're back. And he said, come on, Marnie, let's go home. Anna falls asleep in the silo, wakes up and notices that Anna's gone. And she's very, very upset. Notices that Marnie is gone. I'm sorry, Marnie is gone. And is very, very upset. Go on. Basically... She is uh, friends with the little girl. Sayaka. Sayaka. And there was this artist who used to come back down by the beach once in a while. That was a painter that uh, she runs into in the beginning of the movie. Near the movie. Or the, um, the near the, yeah. Yes. Um, and one day, she hears a story. And the story is about a little girl who seemingly had everything. A nice house. Parents who were very rich, but would neglect her by leaving when they, when she needed them the most. That little girl ended up growing up and having a little girl of her own. But the r- rich girl who we're going to call Marty, Marnie for the sake of this conversation, uh-huh. had mental health problems. So she sent her daughter away after the husband died. Mm-hmm. Daughter comes back. Doesn't want to hear any of the mom's talk about, you know. And so she, <clears throat> she so runs away, away and gets married. Gets knocked up. Pops out of a little kid who we're going to call Anna. The <laughs> mom dies. The, her, her and her husband die in a, in a, uh, in an accident. I think it's a car accident. Marnie takes in Anna, dies a year later when Anna's five and is put up and Anna ends up living with Gina Davis. Okay. <laughs> Eureka. Eureka! It's we're gonna call Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does sound like her. Yes. yes. And when in all foster kids be so lucky to live with Gina Davis, aka Eureka. Ah. Uh, I don't know what she's like. She she could be a nice. <laughs> That's not you barely point. see her in the movie. Yes. But Anna puts the pieces together and realizes that her time with Marnie has all been in her mind. And it's just her way of releasing the memories of her family. 
Mm-hmm. One thing that we should have said when she tells the story about being a foster child, mm-hmm. she explains that one day she's looking through the mail of Gina Davis and finds out that Gina gets money from the state to house the the the, the parent the the um her and her um husband I think I don't think she has a husband or state. maybe she doesn't have a husband I don't know no I don't think she does but okay yes. Okay, well, well, well. Anyway, she ado- she she finds out that the government has been giving her money, and Anna is upset with this, but never discusses it with Gina. Right. Okay. Fast forward. We're now at the modern day. She puts all these pieces together, and she's she's like, "Oh man, I I understand it now." Gina Davis comes back. To <laughs> Eureka. No, it was just funny. It's just funny how you, he said it. Thank you. Gina <laughs> Davis decides to get Anna. Anna apologizes to... Novico. Novico. Thank you. I would have forgotten her name. And Novico's yes. like, you better be at this event next summer, girl. The, the trash, the trash, um, helping out the uh, pickup trash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you're going to be hanging out with Gina Davis, but the long kiss goodnight, <laughs> the long kiss goodnight wasn't that good, so come back. <laughs> the long I, kiss goodnight is actually pretty good. I have never seen it. It, it's pretty good. Okay. In my opinion. Anyways. Okay. Gina Davis and uh, Anna <laughs> go down to the beach. They say goodbye to everybody and uh, they end up leaving. And she promises to come back uh, next summer uh, yes. to see um, Sayaka and everybody. Yes. And as she's leaving, Anna looks out the window at the old house that Marnie used to live in as a little girl and sees Marnie for a second and then looks away, looks back, and just sees these oh, curtains blowing in the wind. We forgot to mention something. Remember when she was um, in, I think it was in her head. I thought I was supposed to get the review. Hold on, I just forgot something. Go ahead. It's, a, it's an important part of the movie. But in her head, she sees, I think she's dreaming at this time. She might be dreaming. She's in the water. She sees Marnie. I think she was in the silo, and she goes, Marnie. How could you leave me? How could you, how could you leave me without even, um, you know, how could you leave me behind like that? Why, how could you do this to me? And she said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And she said, I, I have to leave you now. I hope you can forgive me. I, I really am sorry. I really hope that you, that you can forgive me, but I really need to say goodbye to you. I don't know that we needed to add that right here, but I appreciate I know, it. but I forgot that scene because it was an important part of the okay. movie. When we first started doing this, I thought you said you didn't want to give away every scene. But... No, I know, but I I forgot that one. Well, give me a kiss because I forgot to kiss you this morning. Man, you're picky, picky, picky. <laughs> you seem a little bit tense since we started recording. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love you, babes. I love you, too. I love my intense you. Oh. Intense J is what we used to call you back in the day. Uh, so that's basically the end of the movie. It's very good. It's really, really powerful. It is, it is a movie that is definitely a little darker, that, uh, a darker, one of the darker movies that we've seen for kids, but I think it really is powerful. It really makes kids and adults think about things like that. I couldn't see. Disney making a movie like this. It would not. I think it would find a happier ending, right? Even though I think the ending's really good. It is a really good ending, but I think it would find, it would make the story a little bit more happier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would would say that. Yes. 
So I guess it's time to break down some of these characters. In a way, I kind of feel that the story does that already. Yeah. Uh, so we're not going to do a lot of this. Yes. Just because of that, right? But um, I guess a thought I would have is, what did you think of Anna when she first uh, leaves to the country mm-hmm. versus what you thought of her at the end of the movie? I thought she was very closed off and very depressed and I was I thought maybe she was kind of like I don't fit in I'm a nobody I you know she seemed like a loner I wasn't sure what to think about her and by the end what did you think um I think that there was because of uh Marnie's help um how she experienced Marnie I think it really helped her to open up and really uh, share things that she normally wouldn't share with anybody else. What does this movie teach us about avoiding things? Um, I think once you realize that you have a problem, it's the best thing is to not avoid it. The best thing, the best thing is to not avoid it and to not sweep it under the rug, but to um, expose it to share it with people when you're ready to share it. I know I asked you this earlier, but I cannot remember the name of the couple that she stayed with. Uh, the Oewas. The Oewas. Yeah. What did the Oewas teach us about parenting? Um. Hmm. Cause I have definitely thoughts about this. Okay. Well, you, you said something interesting that I never thought. I wasn't sure what to think about how they were parenting, but I think, I think maybe you might be onto something as far as, well, why don't we, why don't we let her do her thing and try to get used to this, this environment? And if we see, you know, we'll give her the choice to, to, to make her own choices, but if we see what's, if there's something wrong, we'll, we'll, um, we'll step in, maybe. Yeah, I think the OEO is are the type of parents that are good for kids who think independently. I think they encourage independence and discovering who you are. Right. And I also believe it helps that their kids are a little bit older because they've they've, they've been parents here. already, so they know what it's like to have a teenage daughter right. who's going through a rebellious stage that probably looks different from Anna's, but there are certain themes that run through the te- mind I, of a teenage girl. I do think that if something was wrong, they would step in, though, um, and, and try to figure it out. But I think they wanted to just, you know, um, you know, and maybe that was good for her to to let her kind of figure out what's what's going on with her call somebody fad <laughs> did you have to call her a did fat you call pig? her but did you have to call her a fat pig i mean that was a little harsh wasn't yeah. it and they kind of like oh okay i feel that that's where most disney movies would have taken a more serious turn and they would have had the parents or parental figures yell at the kid and the kid run away or something you know yeah if this was a disney i mean thing. i do believe that kids do need structure with I think there needs to be a balance between uh, structure and discipline, but also independence. Like, they, you cannot be a helicopter parent. No. But I think it worked for Anna because she was, you know, they, they didn't know what was going on with her. And I think she, they wanted her to make friends and she was going to find a way to do it. Whether it was in, um, in her head or not. Mm. 
I mean, I mean, it worked for this movie anyway. What did the OEOs teach us about having a positive disposition? Um, I think maybe they thought, well, you know, life is too short to be so serious all the time. Hmm. You know, the, the grandma, um, oh, the, 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 I'm sorry, not the grandma, the mom of uh, Novico, right? I think she, she didn't really stop to think, well, what kind of place was Anna in when she called her daughter that name? Even if it wasn't a nice name, what kind of a place was she at? Was she angry? Was she frustrated? And didn't, you know, think, oh, wait, you know, she's in a new place. She doesn't know this person. Um, she just was having a bad day. I don't know. But is that Novico's mom's thing to consider? Or should she be more worried about her daughter? Maybe it's a little bit of both. Mm. Right? Maybe her daughter, uh, maybe she should worry about her daughter. And, by, and, 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 and not worry so much about Anna. Or maybe it's just both. Well, no, but I think if you worry about your daughter, you're going to advocate for her because she still is a kid. True, true, true. I mean, yeah, that was that definitely wasn't a nice name for Anna to call her, but I don't know. I mean, also, also consider... What? You said worse. Oh, jeez. I did not. Go ahead. And and But then she also has to think, well, Anna just came here. She's feeling probably a little bit left out. She doesn't know how to fit in. She's kind of trying to find her her, her place in that village. And her best friend right now is Marnie. Who is imaginary, but to Anna, she's real. Yes. And she, she was real at one point. Yeah. But the relationship, this is why this is such a good movie. The relationship with the childhood, Marnie, was imaginary. Yep. What does this film teach us about reality? Well, I think that when you're th thinking about like suppressed feelings, and I don't know about, you know, I don't really know about what psychologists have said about suppressed feelings, but I heard that people, I heard some things where there have been some cases where people will have these imaginary realities, like they'll remember things that they don't know, they think is real, but it's actually a suppressed memory from before. So I don't know. It's hard. It seems really complicated to me. Mm. I like that about this movie. It is. Yeah. I like it too. But I don't have any experience with any like suppressed memory. So I don't, I, I really can't say a lot about that. No, but Marnie is real to Anna. The, I'm talking about the childhood version. Of it, I, I, I know that. I know that. But yeah. she's not real to us. No, she isn't. She's only real to Anna. Yes. Mm. And I think that was daring. It could have very easily daring. gone off the rails. Yeah. But they had strong people working on this movie. And you can tell. Mm -hmm. You can tell that they put in the work into this film. And the girl who, the young girl, whoever her, whoever she was, who played the voice of Marnie was really good. Yeah. My, again, my main complaint is I wish that they would have given Marnie and Anna more Japanese sounding names. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I and, know. You know, maybe Gina Davis uh, didn't have to do the voice <laughs> of one of the characters. Yeah, it could have been a Japanese person who did um, 
a voices for anime. I don't know. Yeah, and that's why this movie isn't getting a nine and a half, but it gets a it gets a nine from me though. Yeah, it gets probably a nine point three. It's very yeah. very well done. Yeah, I think it's just as good as Kiki's Delivery Service, but different. Yeah, exactly. That's how I would phrase yeah. it. Yeah, they're different movies, but they're both equally they're as good. Very good. Yeah. A question I would say for you. So I think Kiki's Delivery Service is a film that five and up can watch. Absolutely. But I don't really know if I would say the same thing about this movie. In my mind, mm-hmm. you could show when Marnie was here. When, when, when Marnie was there. When Marnie was there. Mm-hmm. You could show this movie when Marnie was there to maybe a middle schooler. Or I would agree. Yeah, because maybe fifth grade. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I would even, maybe even um, sixth grade, seventh grade, be, just mm. because um, they're going through a lot of challenges right now with um, things changing and, you know, awkwardness and uh, how they feel about their family and, you know, hormones and what have you. And, and I think th- that uh, could really speak to them. You have nieces and nephews. Would, yeah. Would you recommend this film to your sister to show to them? Of course. Good. Yeah, I think they're old enough. Yes. My nephew is not old enough. I my, think it would go over his head. Yeah. Well, yeah, my nephew is is 11 now, so I think he would... Just at that age. Just at that age, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that would be good for them. It really would make them think. It's a powerful movie. It's very powerful, yeah. I mean... And if it wasn't animated, it might be even... I mean, not by me, because I, I give a movie... <laughs> no, because I, I don't mind if a movie's a cartoon if it's done right. Yeah. I think it's narrow thinking to think that if a movie is a specific genre, it can't be the best... It can't be the best, yeah. ...form of that genre. But I think if this movie was a live-action film, mm-hmm. people would have talked about it a lot more. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I would have heard about it, even if it was a foreign language movie. Shall we um, talk about um, Sayaka? Go ahead. Well, what do you what do you think she represents? Um, I think I don't know. I mean, in, in a way, she represents the child that Anna never got a chance to be because Sayaka is happy. She wants to make friends with Anna, even though there's an age gap there. She's curious. Very curious. And Anna was curious, but I don't get the sense. I think Sayaka's probably around nine or ten. I thought she was at least eight, but I maybe that maybe I was well, wrong. At least eight would be like a year younger than nine. So nine, no, no, no. I mean, you know what I mean? Not younger than nine. <sighs> okay. <laughs> nine or ten, whatever. That's my thought. That she's nine or ten. Okay. And I feel that when Anna was around that age, she was more distant and mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah. In her head a lot. Right. So I think that that's why she's there. It's to bring back that childlike spirit. She's kind of like, in a way, a real life version of the child version of Marnie, right? Because Marnie was fun. Marnie brought something out of Anna. Right. Marnie, uh, you know, even though she was neglected every time she got outside of her house, she she taught herself how to be joyful and happy mm-hmm. with whatever she had. That's my thought. What I thought was really cool, too, is when they showed a flashback and the grandma was dancing with the baby. Um, that's, that's, you know, that, that kind of explains why 
there was a dancing scene in yes. the um in the middle of the movie. Yes. Yeah. And how how Marnie was very kind to uh to Anna when she was alive. I like this movie. It's very good. Um Well you thought you thought initially that Anna that, that Marnie may have been Anna's sister. Did I say that? You did because you saw what looked like Anna carrying a baby. Oh, that's right. I yeah. did see that. And yeah. I think that's just something that Anna is, is going on in her head. But you are correct. I saw like a young Anna carrying something that looked like uh, it had blonde hair. Like but I but I thought that it's possible. I, I thought it was possible that Marnie would have been may have been related to her after you saw that picture. Because mm-hmm. you, I remember you're, you saw it and you're, you gasp and I'm like, what? What's going on? And you're like, oh. I think Marty might be, you know. Yeah, this movie, I mean, first I thought they were going to hook up. <laughs> then I thought that they were sisters. And then. Well, and then when I, when, when she said about Anna being her, her precious secret, I thought there has to be more to this secret. There's got to be more to this secret. I just thought that meant Marty was closeted. Oh, jeez. I did. I, that, I told you that. I know. But you're always thinking about really corrupt stuff. No, that's, there's nothing corrupt with that, babes. Oh, goodness. There's nothing corrupt with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I mean, the only... I know, I know. You're close-minded. What? The only thing I can think of as corrupt is I was at... Uh, I, was hang, I was at band practice once, right? This is years ago. And there are these two brothers in the band practice. So the brother, one of the brothers is grabbing something from the other one. And kind of touches him and is like, ooh... And then the band director's like, no, 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 guys. Uh, I, I would deal with a lot of stuff in my house, but not incest, not ancestral brothers. That's just, <laughs> that's just gross. That's really corrupt. But it was set for a laugh, you know. And, and I think the brother was touching his brother in more of a, hey, we're having fun with this. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yes. Um, that's pretty much the only time when I think it's wrong to be gay. Uh-huh. But that's just me. Mm. I'm a lot more open and believe that people should... I'm a lot more for actual freedoms, but that's just me. Oh, wait, Elves, Bob. I say live and let live. Because I do a uh, lot. That's more like secular humanism, but oh, I digress. What ifs? I digress. You only live once, babes. You gotta have fun. Yeah. That doesn't equal living, in if, my opinion. It feels like you've gotten uh, uptight since we started recording, babes. Uh, I think I must be in a spunky mood this morning. Oh, oh. well, it was weird. Uh, am I allowed to talk about what happened when we delivered the envelope? <sighs> no, not really. It's not that eventful. But we do want to archive this. So, do uh, we? Do we have to? We don't have to. Please don't. Oh. It's not that important, really. No, but, you know, you want to look back on this and realize where you were in your life. Let's say it's 20 years from now and you're re-listening it's, to this. It's, it's, not that it, it's not that big a deal. Okay. It really isn't. Okay, babe. I, I just thought it might be something to discuss. <sighs> but that's okay. Mm. Can I tell you? I've never been kissed before. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Mm. You just kissed me, like, like, earlier. I don't remember that, babes. Oh, well, then I think you should get your memory checked. Oh, idiots. Babes. Yes. Did you have any dreams last night? No, but I will. I Oh, yeah, I have to tell you. I started a new book. Um, I decided to that I'm going to read a couple books on Greek mythology because I have not read Greek mythology uh, since I was in seventh grade. And I 
thought this is really fun to read. It's something different. It's 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 more like you know there's magic in it, and it's just it's just a myth that because um, they use it to explain away uh, what they thought about nature and and things in nature and and what have you. And I thought it was kind of fun to read, just just for fun. So I read um, a couple of myths. Myths. I think one is called. Um, is it called the Sun God and the Golden? I for, I forgot the first one. It's something about a golden chariot. It's about um, Theoten and Helios. Helios is a sun god. Theoten is his son, and he um, he takes he rides on a golden chariot, and uh, some other things happen to the golden chariot, and he falls to earth. Um, but I, I'm not going to go into that. And then I read, um, I read one about, uh, the golden touch, uh, about King Midas. King Midas. Yep. It was very good. I've been hearing about that a lot. Everything touched the gold, including, uh, anything that touched his lips turned into gold. So he couldn't eat anything. He couldn't drink anything. Don't make out with this man. <laughs> You're not going to be able to move your lips. Um, so that was good. And so I think I'm going to be reading the third or fourth one. So I've got uh, 12, 12 myths to read in this book. And the next book I'm reading is called um, um, Greek Gods and Heroes. And it talks about um, 15 myths in there. So it's, it's kind of fun to read those things. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Would you ever read the Quran since you don't believe that it's an actual representation of God? I would not. Why not? Well, why should I? Maybe just out of interest to see what, uh, if the hype is, what the hype is all about. No, no, because I've been finding a lot of things about Islam that I, uh, that just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, but maybe there's some interesting stories there. And you can read Greek mythology. No, I don't think so. Oh. Sorry. Well, I don't, I don't believe in any of religion. But that's why we're going to be doing Jesus. Oh, goodness. Yes, yes, babes. I love you, babes. I love you, too. Who do you love more, me or Jesus? Jesus. Wow. You could have, like, hesitated for a second. Well, I mean, I love him more than anybody else. It's not just you. Okay. Who do you love more, your mom or Jesus? Jesus. You love Jesus more than your mom. Well, because... You love God first, and then you love everybody else. You love Jesus more than your mom. Yes, of course. That uh, she she understands. Okay, you have. She a... understands. I love him more than my family. Anybody in your family? Yes, because God comes first. Wow, even more than your twin sister. Of course, it's it's because love of God comes first, Ooh. and then love of everybody else. So you you've got a tough act to follow. Wow, I gotta like learn some magic, turn some water into wine here or something. No, no, no. You just have to love Jesus, bud. Oh, oh. Well, why do you do that if you're still going to love Jesus more than me? <laughs> because, bubs. Bubs. Okay, let me ask you a question. Oh, my goodness. No, no, here's, here's an interesting one. If I converted to Christianity, yes. would you want me to love Jesus more than I love you? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Wow. I'll tell you why, bubs. Because the when a person uh, loves God... That is going to make, that is going to help them understand how to love other people. You can't love others until you know how to love God first. 
It doesn't work that way. You can't love others before you love God. It is so. If I was married to you, for example, go ahead. My love for God would be stronger, and then my love for you would be after that, and then comes family and friends. So just because I love God more than anybody else doesn't mean that they're not important. It just means that my love for God is important, and therefore I understand how to love you because um, because God loved me first, and God loved loves uh, loves others as well. So my love for God doesn't, um, it helps me to love you and other people more. Okay. Let me give you a question. I know this would typically be a jail. Uh, can we, can we, yes, but I'll make this quick because we're right. about to wrap up. All right. Second. All right. All right. Um, you're on a drowning boat with you, your twin sister and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Who do you save? You can only save one, your twin sister or Jesus. Who do you save? I would say, uh, let me go. No, but but uh, the devil Bubs, says... Bubs, why would you ask me that question? Because I wanted to know Why would you ask me that question? I can't answer that question. Oh. It's a weird question. Okay. By, by the way, um, Jesus doesn't need saving. Oh, really? So you would save your choices? Well, no, because, because Jesus would save the both of us. But what if he's tied up at the moment? Bubs! Come on. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. What if he's... uh... Bubs, he's not tied up at the moment. Okay. He's in heaven right now. No, but I'm saying what if he comes back and there's a situation where you're on a boat that's... Well, well, well... Bubs, come on, really? I was just curious, Vince, but apparently you're not going to answer the question. No. Wow. In your, fa- they all know that you love Jesus more than them. Yes, it doesn't wow. bother. It doesn't bother them. It doesn't mean that I don't love them. See, this is going to sound weird. It doesn't bother me that you love Jesus more than. I mean, it's a little bit strange, but I can I can handle that. Yeah. But it's it's even stranger that you love Jesus more than your family. But the, but but here's here's why I say that because it does say in 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 scriptures in the scriptures it says if you love your if you love your if you say that you love me and hate your brother right yeah or wait wait, wait I'm, 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 I'm okay so you can't love jesus and hate your brother or your family members but he does say that if you love your father or mother more than i than you love me because you can't love anybody else you, you it's hard for you to love other people if you don't if um, it's, it's hard to love other people if you don't understand how, uh, if you don't understand the love of God, the way that God would have you to understand it. You can't, you can't, you can't follow God and, and, and love other people before him. It just doesn't work that way. Wow. But it's good. It's a good thing because God's love is unconditional. That's what that's what agape love is. Wow. Uh, yeah, if you read the book um, called The Four Loves by C.S. Lewis, he explains that what agape love is. That's the uh, that's the ultimate kind of love. I consider that as babies. I love you more than I love Jesus. Oh my goodness! But I love you, babes. I love you too. 
but there is a limit to your love. Um, no, well, I mean, it's it's not that I it's not that I yeah. No, no, I I just love Jesus more, but it doesn't mean I I I um. It doesn't mean you love me less. Exactly. I just love Jesus more. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I love anybody less. I mean, and also like. And I don't mean this to be insulting, but I do see him as kind of like a fictional character. So that's, it's like, and again, I don't want this to be insulting. It's like if I came to you and said, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer more than anybody else on this planet, including you and my nephew. And my sister. Yeah, that's a little bit different. But I've seen Buffy. But Buffy is actually fiction. But I've seen Buffy. But Buffy is is a character. I know you have seen Buffy, but I but I'm, ju- I'm under the belief that Jesus is a character too. I could be wrong with that, but no, no, you are. Oh, that there is. I mean, there are there are. Uh, I know that there are people that are just like, well, I have to see it to believe it. But there, um, there are ways to know that he is there without seeing him. Yes. You know, he 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 is there even if you can't see him face to face in the flesh. Well, J-Lo, you but we are going to yes. talk more about that and in J-Lo the next one. Jesus. Yes. Yes. All right, JLo. Unless there's anything else you want to say. Um, I want to. I want to eat a snack. I want to eat a snack too. Yes. All right, babes. All right. Well, uh, let's wrap this up for now. But let me get a quick kiss. Yeah, because you don't know how to kiss, right? Is that what? Is that? Is that what you're going to say? I don't. But I was too embarrassed. Oh my about goodness! That. You just did a while ago. Hmm. Mm. You could have fooled me, bubs. Well, good, babes. What did, I almost called you Jesus. <laughs> J-Lo, you really do love Jesus. I do. Yes. I do. Well. Absolutely. I guess somebody has to, so it's good that you... Well, there's a lot of people that do, but But you also love snacks, so... Uh, I do. Yes. And I like sharing snacks. Yeah, we're good. I like sharing snacks with people I do love. What if... <laughs> bubs. What? You're going on and on and on about this. We're not going to go on with the rest of our day if you keep doing it. Okay, all right, all right. But I could, I could ask you know, they start to Maybe I'll save it for you. Oh, Jesus. my goodness. But if G- okay, one last question. If Jesus came here and he's like, um, Alana, I don't want you to uh, give Rick any more snacks because <laughs> those are snacks that you're not giving to me, you would obey. Well, first off, you would never say something like that. Okay. And secondly, that would make him sound to be very, very selfish. Oh. Very selfish. Uh-oh. And he is not a selfish God. Oh. I don't think he would think about, oh, why are you not giving me that? No, no, no. It's, it's just not like that. No. All right. One more. And this is hypothetical. All right. Jesus comes back to earth. Yeah. And and it, you know it's him. Like, it's there's like no doubt in your mind it's him. Yes. And he says, Alana, I know you're not going to believe me. But I really like AOC, and I. And, oh my goodness! No, hold on, hold on. And uh, I, I want you to not only vote for her to pres for president. I want you to volunteer and get the word out that she's running for president, and tell other Christians to vote for her. And there's no doubt in your mind that this is Jesus. What would you do? Bubs, come on, really? Yes. You have to put a political spin on this. Yes. What would you do? You want me to get feisty uh, again? Would, would you? Would you? No, I wouldn't. You you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't because I would be like, no, you you are not going to you, you that I would I would very much question if it was really him or not. But let's say there's no question in your mind before that. Bubs, I cannot answer that question. Oh, oh, oh. 
Puff is a baby's butt. I think my face is from babies. That's why it takes so long. Very nice. Yes. Wow. So you put you. So hold on. You love Jesus more than me, and your and politics. But you love politics more than Jesus. No, I love Jesus more than politics. So you would vote for AOC if Jesus was. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> what? Because I don't think that his um, values would align with hers. I think it's uh, there's a very, very stark contrast. Wow. Yes, there is. No, I, I, I really don't think that her policies would align with his policies. Okay, another quick scenario. Bubs! I'll make this quick. No. Can we save it for the next one, please? But I can ask. And this I'm question. hungry. But I can ask this and question I, in the next one. Maybe. Because I know I, I'm going to remember what it was and has to do with politics and Jesus. Ugh. If you promise me, I can ask you in the next one. Okay, fine. But, now I I don't think I've ever kissed anybody. Oh my god! So if I could get a quick kiss, Bobby just, just kissed me like a minute ago. I'm having memory problems today. Uh, guys, do you believe this? Honestly, I don't think so. Give me a kiss. Mm. I, I don't think I've done this in a while. Babes, you just made a farting noise. <laughs> Jesus doesn't like farting. I hate to tell you that. How would you know that? He. Uh, I mean, you think this guy is fiction. I do, but I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you this, babes. Oh, that felt good. Oh, babes, that feels good. Okay. So let me ask you this real quick. This is kind of a fun one. Would it bother you if Jesus came back? He was hurt. No. And... He's like, I'm glad you love me, Alana. I love you too, but I really <laughs> like hanging out with Rick. I know he's a heathen, but he's a really fun heathen. Would that bother you? Bubs, really? All right. I think we should wrap this up, babes. <laughs> One more kiss. Mm. All right, babes, I love you. Unless there's anything else you want to say? Uh. Mm. Um. Yeah. Uh, watch. Watch the two movies that we. <laughs> We talked about yes. and, 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 and decide for yourself. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.